Take it away. Sunday pulled back Thursday night. Not a whole lot going on. Uh, I just watched Jeter flying through the stands on Yankees uh, Classic. Have you seen the movie Parasite? Yeah, I saw that, yep. Yeah, I was just watching that. I've seen it before, but I just gave like a kind of a semi-rewatch. All right. Yeah, it's a good one, Parasite. Yeah. It's like a Asian Fargo. <laughs> yeah, very true. I don't know. I, I, get, I you have to ask somebody from that area about the accents. But yeah, other than that, for sure. Instead of Fargo, North Dakota, it's Seoul, South Korea. Yeah, it's good. It's a nice one. <laughs> I went in uh, when I first saw that movie. It wasn't that? It was pretty fairly recently. I went in completely blind. Oh, nice. I maybe read the synopsis, like oh. Poor family, rich family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to be some differences. <laughs> like, <laughs> like some, was, there were some differences, all right. I expected like a dry, depressing, which it is. I guess it is kind of a little dry and depressing, but dark. I wasn't yeah. expecting whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, I'm with you. When I went in, I had no idea. I just knew people were like singing his praises. I think I watched it during the pandemic. I, I don't know if that timeline matches up. But yeah, just people were singing his praises, and I went in, and just it t- it takes a turn. I forget the exact point, but it's like I don't know if the lady's knocking on the door in the rain. If that's like when it kind, of, yeah, they're all getting drunk. Yeah, yeah. And they I'm go like, to the oh. basement. And I think when when they were getting drunk, I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, all right, this isn't so bad. And then the lady comes to the door, and it's like that's when the the whole world opens up to what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Yeah, and you just have no, it, it. It builds tension throughout the film, like to make you think something bad is going to happen. Yeah, and then a lot bad happens. Oh, yeah! It wasn't just one bad thing. It was just yeah, one after the other. Yeah, and I will. Watched... I will defend. I will defend the father. Not the father. Well, there's two fathers, Mister Kim. Uh, which one is it? He's a rich dad, poor dad. Rich dad. Okay. <laughs> when he lifts up the uh you called him Mr. I should have I should have assumed he was the rich guy. Yeah, <laughs> I would never call the poor guy Mr. <laughs> uh, oh no no, Mr. Kim actually is the alias of the poor guy. I'm talking I mean Mr. Park, I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Then just Kim and Mr. Park. Yeah. <laughs> I will defend Mr. Park on one thing. When he lifts up the dead guy and mm-hmm. plugs his nose. The guy was in the basement for four plus years. Like I can't knock him for plugging his mm-hmm. nose. Yeah, no, I don't think anything can do with. It was nothing disrespectful. <laughs> Mister Kim had just had enough of yeah, you know, being poor. <laughs> really, yeah. Mister Park was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Successful in Seoul. Yeah, and plugging his nose at the four well, hired the wrong people. Old. Really, maybe just better vetting process next time. Yeah, a little bit. Could have done a little better job. Yeah. And now it makes us it makes us uh feel a lot more secure in our own homes. Like what do you have to check? I mean, nobody's living in my attic. It gets so hot up there. Yeah. Nobody's living up there. An animal maybe. 
And yeah, maybe maybe somebody sneaks into the garage. I don't know. But I mean, how long are they going to stay there for? My takeaway right. was like, who the fuck? I'm just glad not being rich or poor. Who the fuck to, wants to? Who has to do that? Happy to be in the middle. All right. Yeah, I mean that's one one perk of the middle right there. So I, it, the middle is a. Uh, I mean, we're so far from the top. We're probably we're, we're a lot closer to the bottom than we are the top. So we're way not really, closer, way closer <laughs> to the bottom. We're not really in the middle. Middle, my the middle is. Uh, we're average for sure. Yeah, the, the 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 middle is not quite the middle, but no. comfortable enough to not have to worry about somebody sleeping in our wine cellar. Also, comfortable enough where you don't have to sneak into somebody's wine cellar to sleep for a night or two. And yeah, live off, and live off their scraps. You're doing yeah, you're doing it in injustice calling it a wine cellar. It was that was a shithole that he was in. It was a toilet. It was running water. Shithole. That's a shithole. Yeah. Yeah. The toilet Although, is the shithole. Good place to hide from creditors, loan sharks. Although they'll go to the depths to get their money. Did they have those type of? I mean, do you think they have those type of like bunkers in homes, not just in South Korea, but anywhere where like it's just hidden from? Even like realtors knowing there's there's no way, right? Yeah, I'm sure some people build something that nobody else knows about within their homes. I'm sure there's people who are capable of that. Underground. Yeah, like you've thought about it. Like where could you build something on your property? I'm sure you've thought about it, but just like, oh yeah, I also I don't have any of the skill to do that. I did anything the entire backyard would cave in in like two days. Yeah. But it'd be cool though. It'd be very cool, yeah. Yeah, I'm that sure will... I'm sure some of these doomsday preppers they do some of that shit. Nobody knows about it. Yeah. I mean, there's some people who talk about it and are it's very much like out in the open what they're doing. There's TV shows about it, but I'm sure like it's kind of a fringe thing to do. And I'm and also if you if you build one of those things on your property, your taxes don't go up. They don't want anybody to know about it, they don't want the government to know about it. They're just doing it and not telling anybody. Yeah, you got to pull a permit and shit. Yeah. I just saw, I didn't really read into it recently, but some family like moved into a house and they found this little crawl space that had not been, nobody had, they hadn't, they think nobody's been in there since like the 70s based on the magazine that they found down there. I guess, I think the date was on it. They, they, they either went by the date or the bush. I don't know which they, uh, they were able to verify the year, but it was like it was a it was a Playboy. I don't know the exact it was Hustler or Jugs or anything, <laughs> but it was yeah, it was an adult magazine, <laughs> and it was there was like a mattress down there and like uh, which is just gross. But I mean, they didn't know about it, and they bought the house. I'm sure no, it wasn't they weren't selling it like oh free crawl space and uh, sleeping for you know, for sneaking in your I don't know your mod or something i don't know yeah probably would have hurt the property value would have hurt it yeah so <laughs> maybe not the same as having a whole nother room or bunker yeah huh and the way and, and in parasite the way that existed it was because like the architect who built the house basically made it right i assume yeah i don't really remember the if they even delve into why it's there 
I, I think they say that it was a lot of people in South Korea had it in case North Korea invaded. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Was it behind or, the fr- it was behind the fridge, right? To go, you had to like push the fridge to get down there. No, it was behind. Uh, it was like in the basement behind like a bookshelf or something or a some sort of bookcase. Oh, you had to go down the stairs into the basement and like you had to push the thing open in the basement. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, basically. I don't know. I'm not saying I would have found it, but the parks did a little bit of a bad job. <laughs> I'm not saying I would have found it, but you got to do a little bit of a exploring. Yeah. They just uh, they're at a different level. They don't care about. It. They they want the grounds to be trimmed nicely. They they don't have time to look into the depths. Yeah, they just have their housekeeper going down there and shit. Yeah, yeah, just to put their pickles, whatever the fuck. Rom dom. Oh, that that did look good. <laughs> it did. It was sirloin steak. Yeah. Who the hell keeps steak in their fridge when they go on a camping trip? Though is what I want to know. They're rich. They don't care if it spoils. It's like whatever. Steak lasts for. Oh uh, yeah, well it wasn't frozen. It was in the fridge, huh? Because he just sizzles it up right there. Yeah. How long were right they going? How, how long were they going away for? Uh weekend maybe. I don't know. Oh, that's not. That'll be fine. They can have it on Monday when they come back. Yeah. And even Monday. if it doesn't, they don't care. They don't exactly. Just toss it. It's okay. worse if you got to fucking throw something out, meat that goes bad. It's like fucking twelve dollars down the drain. That's right. They probably would give it to the Kims. Oh yeah, <laughs> here have our spoiled meat. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Kims. Fucking Parks. <laughs> <laughs> parks and the Kims. Yeah, it's a go. I watched one other movie by that guy. Very weird movie. It's called uh, Memories of a Murder. I can't even like. Basically, a guy, detective, trying to solve a murder that he never was able to solve when he was on the job. I feel like I don't really a cold remember. case. Yeah, I think it goes back and forth in time, like current time, past times. He's retired. I forget. I don't think there's a clear answer at the end, if I remember correctly. But that's like one of his first movies before Parasite. Has he done anything else of note? Uh, people, people like that movie. I don't think ma- mainstream. I don't know. He did like one like fantasy type movie. I don't know exactly what that one's about. I never saw that one. Mm. What what year did, did that win? Is that 2020? 2019. He gave a great speech. Obviously, he was doing it in his native language, but he uh, he'd shouted out Scorsese. I'm just I'm curious to see who we went up against. Oh, Bong Jong Ho. Okay. Parasite. Ford versus Ferrari. You ever see that? I did not see that one. No. Me neither. I think it was too long. I think I looked into to it. Let's see how long that is. Oh, that's what that's what he went up against. 152 minutes. I don't know. It's a lot for. Talk about cars or whatever. Uh, let's see. Irishman. That was the Irishman. Oh, here. right, right. That's why Marty was there. Yep. Jojo Rabbit. I never saw that. Right with that. Joker. 
Yeah. I didn't hate the Joker. I didn't like it, but I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Little Woman, Women, Marriage Story, which probably a thousand times more depressing than uh, Parasite. That's, I think that's the one with... Uh, you watched Adam. that one? No, yeah. I'm saying I assume it was. I saw like the trailer one time, and it was like two people getting divorced with a kid, and I was like... Yeah, that's too... Yeah. They already made Kramer versus Kramer. Like, we don't need to... <laughs> That was one divorce movie is enough for a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 1917, which was very good. And I've not seen 1917. That was the one where it's like one camera shot, even though it's not right. really one camera shot. Right, right, right. And uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Pit one for it's that. A Mar- Margarita movie. That is a margarita movie. That's a margarita movie. If you yeah. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> that movie's on so much in my house, though. It's like it's just background music. Hollywood, yeah. So I mean, it's always on TV. So it's just like, oh, I'll put it on, doing something, and just have it on. And there's really not like a lot of bad parts in it. Like, I, there's a few, obviously, bad parts in it. But for like a three-hour movie, there's not a lot. I mean, the curse words don't bother me. Like with kids around, I mean, obviously, it's <laughs> yeah. just like the end and. uh I think when she propositions uh, him in the car, it's really it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, that's really it. Yeah. So it's always on. Yeah, it's so on it's, FX a lot. It's on FX, yeah, which is even yeah safer. Oh, you what? have FXX now, which is Maybe. what always Sunny's on now. Oh, I still haven't, I haven't watched anything from the season yet. Yeah, Always Sunny is uh, it's on FXX, 10, yeah. 10 o'clock on Wednesdays. Okay. And being on that channel, they could like drop F-bombs in the episode and C-bombs, whatever, whatever you want. Oh, yeah, because I've actually seen movies on there in the middle of the day, like, and they'll drop curses. So it's basically like a premium network? I, I don't know. I don't know the story. I, I don't know how that works, what the rule is there. I was, I yeah, have, I don't know if it's like after a certain time. You after a certain time, well, after a certain time, definitely other networks. But FXX, like Black Klansman, was on one time. It was like eleven o'clock in the morning, and they're dropping all the words. Whoa! Yeah, it's intense. Yeah, to my surprise, <laughs> <laughs> pleasantly surprised. What was the dude? What was the dude's name? Ron something. The Black Klansman? Mm, yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, Ron sounds right, but I don't remember. It's another Adam Driver role. Yeah, he's good in that. He's good in that. I'm like hot and cold on that guy. But he's good in that I've, Yeah, I, I've always wondered, like, what brought him, like, what, what was the role that, like, kind of brought was, him to the forefront? He was in um, those new Star Wars movies. I think he was like a big deal before that, though. Oh. He was in I the know. Gucci movie, which he bothered me in that movie. Okay, yeah. See, I, 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 that doesn't surprise me. That movie in general, uh, I don't know. It probably wasn't great. The people overall kind of bothered me. They overdid it? Uh... uh 
I don't know if they overdid it. It was more. Yeah, see, I don't know if it was the acting or if it was the characters I hated. Like Pacino was in it. And I mean, he was like, all these people, all of them are the worst. Like right. the absolute worst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's hard. Like I could separate like succession and be like, oh, these are great actors. Right. But. That's also a TV show, so it's a little different. You grow with them over however many episodes. But yeah. the Gucci movie was just like insufferable, rich Italians, which bothered me. It's like these people aren't really Italian, but they were kind of Italian. Jeremy northern. Irons played in, in the very northern, very northern. <laughs> uh, Jeremy Irons played one of the Gucci's. Yeah, I don't mind. Like, I don't mind playing Italian. Jeremy Irons is fine. I know, but I couldn't, I couldn't, like, I can't buy, he's the bad guy from Die Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> the terrorist. That's also fair. Yeah, he just kind of came, came out of nowhere. He's in a couple of TV shows, TV he was movies. In girls, right? Wasn't he in Girls? I haven't gotten to that part yet. But then he started, he worked with Clint Eastwood and Jay Edgar. He mm. worked with who did Lincoln? Is it Spielberg did Lincoln? Yeah, I saw Lincoln. He was in that. Uh, Francis Ha. That's a that gets a lot of praise. I don't think about it, but he was in that. Inside Lewin Davis was the Coens there. Uh, I may have saw that one. Is that uh, is that the one with the guy who's like a struggling musician? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's okay. And he's in. Then he starts going. Then he starts going in the Star Wars movies. He was in that Inside Lewin Davis movie. I don't. I only saw that movie like once, but I don't remember him. And you probably before you knew who the hell he was. You're like, I'll never see that guy again. Yeah, he's probably a bartender or something. Um, but then he worked. He worked with uh, Scorsese in Silence. I think Scorsese said he was the best actor he's worked with, like in recent years. <laughs> yeah. All right. Maybe he is. Uh, yeah, he's. I guess he's hot and cold. I don't. I don't have a problem with him. It's just some things I like him, and other things I'm just like it's enough. His name in Black Zim- in Black Klansman was Flip Zimmerman. Yeah, the undercover cop. And Ron Stallworth. Ron Stallworth. That's John David Washington. Yeah. That's it. Told for Grace in that movie as David Duke. <laughs> yep. Tover Grace is underused. He's a little bit underrated. A little, I, I don't know if it's a that 70s show thing. Yeah, but, it definitely is. But he's, uh, I, I like Tover. I think he's a good actor. I think he knows what he's doing. I was happy to see him in Black Klansman get a, a role he kind of sink his teeth into. It's uh, it's hard. You get typecast on those TV shows. It's, yeah. it's not easy to come out of it and have a big career. I mean, certain guys, you know. No one on Seinfeld, really, I mean, really, I mean, well, Julie, Julie Dreyfus Dreyfus done, she's done a billion things. Kramer, right, but she, well, Kramer, yeah. He he kind of tripped over his own coattails. Yeah. Put the K in Kramer. <laughs> With three of them, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Jerry doesn't have to do shit. And Jerry's not an actor. Yeah. Jason Alexander has not had the success that Julia Ray Dreyfus has had. No. Well, she had, I mean, she really, she struck gold with Veep, but she, did she really have any other successes? 
yeah, she was uh, the the New Adventures of Old Christine that ran for a few seasons. That was a pretty good sitcom. That was a well liked sitcom. Was it? Yeah, I thought it flopped. I don't think she had one that kind of flopped. I think, like her Joey, <laughs> whatever, yeah. whatever the first one was, which I think still did okay, but not like as good. And then, but at the Christine show did pretty well. Hmm. CBS probably. I don't remember. Maybe. It sounds like a, it sounds like a CBS show. Yeah, and then Veep. I mean, she won every year. She won the whatever the award is. That's yeah, I know. Best actress. Yeah, the leading show. Right now, I was thinking like I was like I was going to say Emmy, Emmy. Yeah, Emmy. Yeah, right. Emmy. Yeah. Emmys so. they have for movies and television, right? I don't think so. Oh, maybe I don't know. Daytime Emmys. Is it Emmys? Golden Globes? Maybe. Maybe. There's one award show that just double dips and just gives awards to everything. It might be the it might be the Golden Globes. Maybe it's the Globe. I'm not sure. Um, what else was she? I'm trying. I just want to find the other show that she want that she did. I think the Christine show was the other show. Nah. After Seinfeld, she did something else on her own, I thought. She was in a Netflix movie recently, too. Watching Ellie? Uh, NBC comp, yeah. Watching Ellie. One season? I don't remember that at all. 17 episodes. It's probably a season. Yeah, and then uh, Christine did 88 episodes. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I told you it's pretty good. And then yeah, it's really then a bunch of movies. That was a depressing movie. You saw the one with her and Will Farrell. Like they're on no. like, they're married and they're on like a ski trip. Their kids are there, but they're not in the good place and like she cheats on them with like the ski instructor or something, or they're all up there and I, I cannot say I've seen that one. What's it called? It is called Downhill. It's a comedy? It's a drama comedy? Yeah, it's just a little yeah. A little bit of both. Picking here and there, picking their spots. Yeah, I don't know. I never I never even heard of it. Did a movie with Gandolfini? Yeah, I've heard of that one. That's where they're like friends. I don't remember. Or something. They're sitting on like a stoop. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> Enough said. Yeah, I, I think they're, they're like divorcees. I think. I don't know if I saw that one. I think I watched it. I watched one of these, but I don't think it was this one. Down the shore. That's a Gandolfini. That's another Gandolfini one. I think that's the one I watched. Hmm. Because he's got a. He's got a few at the end of his life there. Uh... He was. Gandolfini was gonna he was gonna be amazing. Is like talk talk about a guy who could have been typecast forever after the Sopranos. Yeah. Like he would have been incredible. He would have had an incredible career. We were we were robbed. I mean he was robbed worse than we were, but <laughs> we were robbed of getting to watch like 
what he could have done with the next you know, 30 years. It's a what yeah, it's a great what if. I don't know. Think TV movie? He would have like hit it big in a movie. Well, I mean, he was just taking roles that he was just he could kind of like sink his teeth into, like killing him softly. He had, he stole the movie in like three scenes. And Killing Himself is a movie I watch once in a while and just gets better every time. I like it more each time. The Drop is a phenomenal movie. Yeah. Um, I didn't see Zero Dark Thirty, but he's in that, and it's like a, that people love that movie. I started watching one time. I couldn't get into it. But then he took, like, you know, Taking the Pelham 1, 2, 3. He was in that movie, uh, The Last Castle, When the Sopranos was on, which is good in that. Completely different role. I just think he would have been. I think that just what he had so much fun with that killing himself. We won and the drop, which I just, which I love both those movies. I think he would have. He just would have. And he and he it was truly like an actor's actor where he he didn't want to do the same thing over and over again. So he never would have anything like the Sopranos again. No. As much as, as much as you said like the drop was like a gangster movie, but he wasn't Tony Soprano. It was just a different. Role. No, he was like a degenerate. Gambler, bartender, or something, right? I don't even know if he was a yeah. bartender. He may have been the other side of the bar. No, he was like he owned the bar, I think. It was, but it was the drop bar, and he was just—he kind of mixed. He's a low life guy. He wasn't low level, low life. Yeah, he I gets whacked at the end, right? <laughs> spoiler, yeah. Sorry, drop, <laughs> drop, spoiler. 2014. I think you're in the clear. Eight years. Yeah. That's enough. Nine years. Doesn't spoil the movie. No, the movie's phenomenal. I mean, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um Adam Driver. How'd you get how'd we get on Adam Driver? It's like six degrees of Adam Driver. Are you are you the summer's here and like TV, like big time TV's like takes a break, but there's yeah. still like, just with like the nature of TV now, there's always some shit on. Are you like appointment? TV with the Righteous Gemstones? Did it start yet? I don't think so. I think it's coming up, though. Uh, No, I'll probably watch that on delay, I would say. Let's I see. mean, like, are you, like, along with the season, though? Like, are you watching? Oh, speaking of the drop, it's on HBO now, so. There you go. I'll be able to watch it. I haven't watched it in years. Okay, good, good one. About time. Um. It's on tomorrow at nine ten. All right. Friday uh, night. It's all set. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Righteous Gemstones back to back episodes this Sunday. Yeah, this Sunday. That's pretty right. good. It's pretty good summer TV. It's half hour. It's like a ridiculous comedy, but it's perfect like summer TV viewing. It's like yeah, it's like Entourage real estate. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Entourage had a few seasons that were over the summer. Yeah, that's that's a perfect summer show. Feel good. Yeah. Feel a good show. Ten o'clock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Idol. I don't know what show that is leading into it, but I know people were making jokes about it because it was like taking over for obviously Succession. <laughs> yeah. Tough spot. Of, oh, John and Cincinnati vibes from it. Mm, yeah. I want to drive John Cincinnati. I heard that it is, is a bad position to be in. What if so? What if you watch John from Cincinnati and it and it 
it's one season, right? Yeah. What if okay. it leaves you wanting more? It's all, and, and it's a great show that I didn't waste my time. Yeah. You know, you, like might, the, you might waste your time though. Right. I've seen the pilot. It's it's a very like artsy fartsy like spiritual type of show, right? Yeah, but it's the guy uh, who did um, Deadwood and Luck. It's the same guy. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you ever seen the uh, Family Guy episode where they, uh, you know, they do the episodes where like they'll do like the uh, three stories in one, and they'll kind of reenact. Uh, oh yeah, where it's just yeah, where it's not. It's like three nursery rhymes or something. I'm just using that as an example. I'm yeah, sure they've done something. I got you, yeah. So they did one for Game <laughs> of Thrones, Succession, and I forget what the third show was. I think Big Little Lies. Okay. Really? Yeah, but anyway, that's not important to the to the story. But he he rep in, in one of the uh I forget it's either the Game of Thrones segment or the, the succession segment. Peter Griffin goes on a little tangent and he talks about how HBO Max uh, completely wiped out the real sex catalog, <laughs> which is which has been a complaint of mine forever. Yeah, yeah. and I forget it's- what line he uses. He's like, you know, he's like, "Dance with the girl that you brought to the dance," or something like, you know, <laughs> the, the person who made you who you are. Yeah, it's it's. True. No, no real sex. No taxi cab confessions. Right. We talked about this before. No taxi cab confession. Yeah. Cat house. I mean, they had a billion different like, you know, sick shows. Taxi cab confessions. Right. I would, I would binge that. I think I would watch four or five episodes of that right now. How, how do you not have taxi cab? It was such <laughs> a good show. It was ridiculous. It was. I mean, it was. It was great. He's got these drunk idiots, to, like sign off on shit. And that was uh, the show. <laughs> like, and it was part of what separated HBO from like every other network. Yeah. Even the other premiums. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Cinemax had their softcore porn, but it's like, all right. It was nice in the 90s or whatever. But, you know, and Showtime had their thing going on and stars. But like HBO, other than like having the best tv shows which started in the 90s with like oz and sopranos and that mm-hmm. thursdays at 11 talk about appointment television and you didn't know each week what it was going to be mm-hmm. it could be it could have been a real sex it could have been a tax cab confession it could have been the cat house show it could have been some weird the katie, the katie morgan show yeah it could have been some weird ass you know some new new show like mm-hmm. it was it was almost like the internet before the internet. It was like your, you know, where your brain goes. Yeah. Right. Taxi cab confessions is like some stupid YouTube video that you fall into. Be like, what am I watching? Yeah. yeah. And then she'd be like, it's on again. Okay. I guess I'll be. I guess I'll sleep for yeah. four hours tonight. I don't, I don't know where the remote is. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting it. I I had a TV. My roommate. Oh uh, no. I mean that we didn't have HBO on that TV, but at one point I had a TV in my room that had to like do the the switch on the thing, like the knob. Yeah, I had I had something like that. That was prior to HBO being on it, though. Eventually, at the cable box up there. I mean, if you think about growing up, don't include sports. Sports mm-hmm. is disqualified. Okay. I mean, you probably watched HBO 
as much as any channel. It's eight. It's, it's, like it's H- the Budweiser of channels. It's HBO, Can't. HBO, MTV. Um, I think you watched way more HBO though. If you really think about it, Real, Real World, like those shows, yes, little TRL. Yeah, it was like Beavis and TRL, and there's yeah, but MTV, HBO, but MTV, MTV was another thing you just put on and have it on. Yeah, it's background. Yeah. Um, Definitely background. Sit down and watch. Yeah, HBO was up there for sure. Mm. It was the only channel you can go to and get something like really authentic with like curse words and shit, a little nudity. But your appetite a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And Cinemax, like once it got to be one o'clock in the morning, you're like, oh, well, let's see what's on. Yeah. Maybe, you know, one of those. It caught some like really good movies that I might that you will never catch now, like the like the last seduction that's um, Peter Berg and Linda Fiorentino, like that's never on TV. I haven't seen it on TV in years. It's like I probably wasn't watching for the right reasons back then, but it was a really good movie, yeah. um, like this noir, dark kind of New York. I think it was a New York movie. That one, um, Bound, same thing, like. Great movie, Gina Gershon and uh I love Gina Gershon. Who was the other girl? Tia, Tia Carrera and Joe From Wayne's Joy- World? Swing? No, not her. Swing, 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 swing. <laughs> um no, I can't remember who it was now. No, who's uh the bride of Chucky? Oh, I don't know, Chucky. No, who's the bride of Chucky? <laughs> um but her, so it's that it's like them, those two, and they're lesbian criminal lovers. And Joey Pants is like the gangster, like after him. And it's a phenomenal movie, but there's, of course, there's like a lesbian scene in it. And it's like, well, Janine Garofalo, no, <laughs> no, that's a John Favreau movie, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> the best guess I had. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's like those are minor 90s. Indie classics that never that you just won't come across. That was they were on HBO, Rain of Times. So that's they needed to put movies on. They had limited choices. Jennifer Tilly, Je- yeah, Jennifer Tilly, yep. Bon- Bonnie Swanson, yeah, of course. Big um, poker player, and she's always on those as poker after dark. I think it's like her profession now, other than Family Guy. I'm sure, I'm sure I'm forgetting other movies, but there's really it's really lacking now. I don't know if you can just kind of fall into a movie just randomly. I have a million of these channels. You so could, but I don't know if it's going to be a like a, a, a you know dark indie movie. I wonder if it's it maybe maybe it's me maybe or maybe it's the setup. Like now you're flipping through, you get the name, you get the synopsis, you get the year, and you're like, ah, I don't feel like watching a movie from 1997 or. You know, it's called what? Like, uh, like, I don't know if I'd put. Well, I don't know if I put bound on. I might put bound on. I have no idea. Like from the from the start. No, I'm seeing. I'm saying like if you're just like flipping through, you maybe you know too much, and you make the decision based on what you're reading rather than kind of just putting it on and seeing where it takes you. Like yeah, back the in the only- day, you just put HBO on. I'm like, all right, let's. You go. You went through your HBO Cinemax Showtime, whatever you had. 
you know, if you had MTV and whatever, Daria's on, I'm watching fucking Daria. I'll go over here. All right. HBO Cinemax have Cinemax. I'm watching that shit, whatever. I'll just put HBO on and leave it there. And then we'll just stick with it and, and whatever it is, it is. And that, that's, you didn't really have a choice. So you just kind of stuck with it. And if it was any good, great. If not, forgot the history. Yeah, I think the only time nowadays that you run into that is if you just have something on the movie channels. You ever try and play that game where you finish a movie on a premium and then the next movie starts and you're like, oh, yeah, try and guess what this is. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's a great game because yeah. you never get to play it ever. It I did it maybe a couple times a year. I don't know what was on. I did it the other day. It was, uh, I don't even know what I got finished watching. But it seemed like this dark movie, and it was like Robert. Oh, the only name I caught, like I was kind of half watching it. The only name I caught was Robert Davi. It was like one of those faces you'd remember. I like guess is just like a mug. Like he looks like a mugshot from Dick Tracy. Basically, is that his face? Just dark mm. hair, like crinkles on his face. And I'm like, oh, this could be like I had this, this same thought. Like this could be some random like indie movie, and then. It was, you know, the trunk of a car, like a, uh, in some dump or something or under a bridge or something like that. I'm like, all right, this could be okay. And I'm coming in and out of the room and then I, I get like past that part. And then it's like daylight and the music is all of a sudden like a little bit more cheerful. I'm like, what is going on here? And it was cops and Robertsons. <laughs> I didn't see like Chevy Chase is in it and Jack Palance is in it. I didn't, I didn't see those names. I just saw Davi, I'm like, oh, he's like the star. You know, maybe we're yeah. on, on to something here. Davi's like the poor man's Harvey Keitel. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't think I ever saw that. I'm familiar with it to an extent, but... I mean, it's a ridiculous uh, premise. It's it's just like, it's it's fake. It's a vacation movie, but with Jack Palance like staking out through Chevy Chase's house. Chevy Chase had some uh, like movies outside of Vacation that were a little yeah, out there. Yeah, you ever see Nothing But Trouble? I'm gonna look it up. We gotta take a quick break. I'll look that one up, and we'll get to some of Chevy's duds. <laughs> He's got a few. <laughs> Chevy, to me, seems like for my entire life, he was in a perpetual like, comeback. He was always coming back. It was the one guy just keep hiring this guy. It felt like we just needed some Chevy. We got tired of him, or like the business got tired of him, or whatever. And then took a break. He came back again. Same thing. Take a, got tired of him. Take a break. Comes back. It, it just seems like it, it just comes in. It's like his career is a cycle of of wearing out his welcome, then every celebrating how great he was when he comes back. Well, yeah, and he also had a stretch where like he could just do a vacation movie and. Yeah, just crush it, and that was like a quick fifteen-year span. He did, he did throw in some, some bad ones. What's nothing but trouble? I just, I see it's Ackroyd, John Candy. You you know the premise of like Rocky Horror Picture Show, kind of. No, not really, no. Uh, well, they end up in like, uh, I don't know a castle or whatever whatever it is, and they're kind of like trapped by the people that live there, and it's like a freak show. That's kind of what this movie is. Chevy Chase, Demi Moore are a couple. 
And then there's two, there's another couple in the backseat, like New Yorkers, like New Yorkers out of their element and they get pulled over by the cops and they end up in front of a judge, like a night court sort of thing. And then they end up getting like trapped and they're just like in this freak show haunted house. Okay. Not a good movie, but what made me think of it was, uh, well, Chevy, obviously, but they used to, they used to, you know, hammer that movie home on uh, HBO all the time. 91. I don't remember. Yeah, it was on all the time. By the way, Robert Davi, I just looked up. Yeah, he's the one of the Fratellis from the Goonies. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Just a mug. He's got just a serious, just a mug. That's what I could pick. I could the best yeah, way to describe his face. He's got a schnoz on him. A little bit of a schnoz. <laughs> but but yeah, is he still we, around? Still around. You you asked you said before the break, you asked me if I'd watch Bound from the beginning. I'd watch both those movies from the beginning again. Bound and the last seduction. Well, yeah, I didn't know like if it was a movie you'd start from the beginning because there are a lot of movies like that. I've always said like if you get rid of cable, you kind of lose uh, just falling into a movie maybe halfway through that you would never put on in a million years. Yeah, yeah. And that goes for, that even goes for movies that you really like. You know what I mean? Like how how often you put Godfather two on from the beginning. If you catch it on AMC or one of those, you know, one of these movie channels, you'll catch an hour. So just so you know, the guy who directed The Last Seduction is the same guy who directed uh, Rounders, which I didn't realize. Oh, what was that dude's name? Uh, John Dahl. John. Johnny Dahl. Um. Also did an episode of Breaking Bad. Did a couple episodes of Shameless. Did 10 episodes of Californication. Oh, wow. A few episodes of Justified. Justified, which is back now. It's some sort of yeah, inner yeah, city Justified. And 11 episodes of Ray Donovan. Oh, so this guy's all over the place. Yeah. A lot of TV. Yeah, I could see him doing... I could see John Dahl doing Ray Donovan. Last Seduction, seven seven stars on uh, IMDb. Take that for what it's worth. Seven out of how many? I assume ten. Uh, let's see if I have Last Seduction here. Rounders is 7-3. Just give an idea. What the... I mean, whatever. These are all idiots that do it. So, what's it called? The last seduction. Yep. There's a couple of the seductions. Who's in the movie? Uh, Linda Fiorentino and Peter Berg. Oh, Peter Berg. Peter Berg. Oh yeah. It's on Peacock. He's he's great. He's fucking great. Oh, Dean Morris is Dean Norris is in this movie. I had no idea. Bill Pullman. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, maybe this would be way to watch. This would be, maybe this will be our first summer movie. We'll do nineties noir, not nah, noir, nineties indies or something like that. Nineties <laughs> indie summer. Yeah, just like some like grimy, like under the radar movies that only half the people you know have heard about them. 
The nines were good for that. There was an indies like uh it's like an indies run in the in the nineties after um Reservoir well, like Dogs. The, yeah, I guess even before that, because like the Cohen brothers, that's when they did uh uh what the hell's the name of that movie? It's the Cohen Brothers the, movie. Raising Arizona, Miller's Crossing. No, even like just before, even before that. The first Oh, movie. that was the eighties. Um that's a good movie. Um yeah, it's good. Yeah, Francis yeah, Dormant. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, what is that called? Uh, there's a guy in that movie who you'll never guess his name. Bruce something, maybe. Okay. Dan Aida's in it. Uh, Blood, Blood Simple. Blood Simple, yes. Blood Simple. All right. Who's, so, who's the big guy in that movie? I can't remember. Okay, so I got 21 highly in, underrated 90s indie movies. Okay. Pump up the volume. <laughs> Never heard of that one. Christian Slater's Rebellious Hacker. Makeshift Pirate Radio using uh, displays, helping displaced high school students to find their voice. Okay. Not my thing. Sink or swim. I don't know. Poison. Nope. Poison. Slacker. Slackers? I've heard Slacker. 19. I've heard of this one. This is Richard Linklater. Oh, they're gonna say Richard Greco. No. Um closely captures people of Austin, Texas. Overachievers, slackers, unappreciated, the outcasts, or social misfits. There's something about their stories that just clicks. Uh, Linklater's camera work, impeccable as he portrays generational angst of Gen, of Gen Z, blah, blah, blah. All right. Uh, these, may, these might not be the ones we're looking for. All right, look, let me go back to, let me see what number one is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, let's see. I don't know this one at all. Julian Donkey Boy. Is a hallucinatory yet hauntingly realistic portrait of a dysfunctional family living with schizophrenia. I pass on that one. Oh, uh, okay. Number two is Belly. I've never seen this movie, but it's DMX. DMX, yeah. Okay. I do want to watch Belly. That's one of those ones that's always on the list, never made it. Number three is New Rose Hotel. This nope. is Abel Ferrara, who a big Abel Ferrara fan. That's um, Bad Lieutenant. Yep. Uh, this is Walken, Willem Dafoe, Asia Argento. Okay. But Abel Ferrara is a lunatic, so I'm down with anything that he does. In the Company of Men, um, Neil LeBute. Bel- Belly is uh belly's on stars if you have stars. Oh good. Okay, good to know. Um Chad and Howard are going through the pain of recent heartbreak on a trip to England. They decide to crush the self-esteem of Stacy. <laughs> the film Monster. uses this film uses this hateful premise to explore toxic masculinity, misogyny, and systems of oppression without ever paying heed to moral clarity. Sounds interesting. Yeah. Moral clarity gives a shit. Neil LeBute's good though. So Swingers is number five. We've seen that one. Yes. 
Party Girl is a Parker Posey movie. I'd watch Parker Posey movie, sure. Yeah, like Parker Posey. Four Rooms. You ever see Four Rooms? That sounds familiar. Um, um, this is Tarantino, Allison Anders, Alexander Rockwell, and Robert Rodriguez each. Like, it's a it's four short films, and they each direct one section of it. Okay, I've heard of it. Never saw it though. All right. I don't know. Is, that, is that it for movies that we've heard of? No, Days and Confused is on here. Friday is on here. Oh. Kicking and Screaming, which I always hear, but I don't think about is on here. Days, I said Days and Confused. Uh, yeah. Well. I mean, there's there's another list here, and none of these are on the other list. So, I mean, I guess it just depends where you're going. Yeah. I didn't realize Friday was considered an indie. Freeway, I think this is one that I saw a few times. I want uh, Kiefer Sullivan and Reese Witherspoon. Uh, I got it right here. Let's see. A runaway unwittingly hooks up with a serial killer. Okay. I can see Kiefer Sutherland being a serial killer. Pre-24 Jack Bauer, Kiefer Sutherland was yeah. very, very much a bad guy. Is he, is he a recovering alcoholic, Kiefer Sutherland? I feel like that's... I don't know. Sounds right. I feel like I watched this movie mostly for Reese when it came out. Probably. This is before Cruel Intentions. Yes. We need more movies like we need more movies like that, like these. I gotta watch this movie again too. Just like what do you mean? Just like like this gritty, like not cheaply made, but gritty, dark. You know, I don't need you know all the hype. Maybe I don't know, maybe they still make them. I don't. I just don't. I'm not privy to it. I've watched the end to Face Off like twice in the last few days. <laughs> last okay. half hour. All right. That's that's a movie that I don't know. I don't know if we really those movies have been replaced by like Marvel and by uh, like Fast and the Furious, like those. You don't have you don't have like big name actors. I guess well you do. I guess it's it's the Marvel movies, but like yeah. Travolta and Nick Cage, just in an action film that makes no sense. Yeah, I think like Anthony Mackie put it, who plays who's in Marvel movies, put it right. He's like nobody comes to the movies to watch the stars anymore. Like you went to face off because you wanted to see. Nick Cage and Travolta head to head. Yeah, he's like Anthony Mackie's like people come to movies because they want to see Captain America, they want to see Iron Man, they want to see Thor, they don't see the actors playing them, they want to see those characters. It's much different. Yeah. Than... Is that why Cruz is the last movie star? I think that's part of the thinking. Yeah. Like, are you going to go see the next Adam Driver movie? No. 
Because Adam Driver's in it? Unless he's playing, I don't know, the Green Lantern. <laughs> what, are you going to see the Green Lantern movie? <laughs> Unlikely. <laughs> uh, yes, I mean, it's, I, don't, I don't know if there's any actor out there that has that kind of weight right now where you have to see him. Directors do. Yes, directors still do. There's a few. Tarantino, when he comes out with his last film, that'll have buzz. Yeah, Monster. Um, Scorsese. Yeah, Jordan does. Peele. Jordan Peele has buzz whenever he does something. Yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what's his name? Uh, Inception, Batman movies. Oh, Nolan. Yeah, he does Oppenheimer. Like, that's going to be huge. Like, Oppenheimer's a movie. I might take a day off to go see it. What's that? Is that going to be like four hours long and it's no gonna one's going to know long. what's going on? It's going to be long, but it's about like the invention of the atomic bomb. Oh, okay. So at least we know what's going on. Kind of going in. At least we know what's the idea is, what's surrounding it. Yeah, Tenet. I was thinking when I was watching, uh, when I was watching Face Off. Yeah. Travolta. He had a similar. He had like a similar arc, almost like Rick Dalton in Hollywood, where he had he didn't have to go overseas mm-hmm. to revive his career, but he had a stretch there in the '90s where he had to play the bad guy, Pulp Fiction. Well, Pulp uh, got him back, yeah. Pulp, Pulp pulled him back on the map. Right, and then obviously, Face Off, he's technically the good guy, but for like eighty percent of the movie. He's Nick Cage's character, so it's yeah. him being the bad guy. Is the, is the movie after Pulp Fiction the one where he's got like the little beard? Uh, swordfish? Is it Swordfish the one that came after Pulp Fiction? That's Halle Berry. Yeah, that's a little bit later, though. I think that's more like 99, 2000. Oh, uh, okay. But he's was also got a movie, bad. you know, Broken Arrow? Yes, yep. Christian Slater's the good guy. Travolta, bad guy. Howie mm-hmm. Long, I think he's the bad guy. He had like a stretch there where like he was, you know, he was like he was Travolta, Grease, Saturday Night Fever, fucking dad, and uh, look who's talking now. Kind of the dad, not really, not the biological father, but there for right. the kid. Yeah, <laughs> driving a cab, and then all of a sudden, in the next one, he's like a pilot. <laughs> Fuck, did he go from <laughs> cabbie to fucking flying, you know, for JetBlue? I mean, study hard enough. It's pretty much the <laughs> yeah. same thing. Yeah, uh, but then like he, he he had a stretch there where he had to play the bad guy. Mm-hmm. His age aging aging movie star. Yep. And you got to go up against you know Bruce Willis of Pulp Fiction. You got to go up against Nick Cage, who Nick. I mean Nick Cage talk about having a was almost like two ships passing in the night. Like Nick Cage was doing a lot of good guy roles, right? At that um, point, Con Air, Con Air. Was he? Like a, he was. I don't know. To me, he was always just kind of like uh, anti-hero, crazy. Like not anti-hero. Just he just had crazy roles. Like the characters were just something he could get nuts with. Didn't matter. Con, Con Air's a little nuts. Cameron Poe. Yeah. Kills a fucking couple guys in the beginning. I heard. So the internet now is so stupid. I heard like the most ridiculous. I mean, it's just like a fan thing. It's not. It's not a quote-unquote theory, which is what they called it. Like a new theory about Con Air. Um, oh, it was a dream. No, the no, plane no. Really, the plane really crashed right after takeoff. 
even stupider. It was the Steve Buscemi character, right? So <laughs> the, the plane crashes at the end. Buscemi, Cyrus the virus. Oh, now it's Malkovich. So Buscemi survives the plane crash and then goes on to live as Donnie in The Big Lebowski. Same guy. <laughs> <laughs> Those movies came out like a year apart. Well, that's all it took. He's unassuming, you know, kind of guy. Found a, found a way. And that's why uh, maybe at the end of the Lebowski, he had a heart attack because he was nervous that they're finally caught. His, his luck was catching up to him. I don't know. I mean, Vegas is only a four-hour drive to L.A. Yeah. Hiding out. Yeah. So there All you right. go. There's your fan your fan theory. I mean, how would he Which have been so, so good at bowling if he was in prison all those years? I'm, maybe just hung out. Maybe that's where he hit out when he, for four years, he was just bowling. Could have been. It, well, if you really want to poke holes in that theory, the Big Lebowski takes place in like early 90s, like Desert Storm time. That's unless, true. Con, unless Con Air took place in the 80s. That's very true, yeah. Again, so. I mean, it's just people with more free time than they need. Yeah. We've analyzed it too much. Yeah, we've we've got it too much credence so far. We'll table, we'll table that forever. Ever. <laughs> forever. Trees Lounge shows up on this list. Yeah, Trees Lounge. That's a good one. Who directed that movie? Buscemi did. Oh, okay. I remember he was in it. All right, I didn't realize he directed it too. Yeah. Seymour Cassell driving an ice cream truck. Yep. That's a good one. That's a, that's a hangout movie. That's just like <laughs> hanging out with your buddies at the bar. Yep. That's like a whiskey and beer movie. Talk about Margarita movie before. That's a whiskey and beer. Yeah, there's a few of those. <laughs> all movies, all movies are if you want them to be. Yeah, if you really use your imagination. <laughs> uh, let's see. What do you want to dive into here? Did you hear about this guy? A TikToker, a 45 year old TikToker. Imagine being 45 years old. Your name finally makes into the paper, and you're labeled as a TikToker. Yeah, it'd be tough. But I think this oh, is for the, him though, it's probably great. Yeah, he made it finally. Is he, this the uh, guy I'm thinking of? Go ahead. Who are you thinking of? I want to hear what you say. The guy who faked his death. Yeah. Oh, this is that's the. Yeah, I didn't realize he was a TikToker. I just saw it online. Yeah. So this guy faked his own death to teach his family a lesson. Uh, which was, that I guess, therapy is not cheap. Yeah. <laughs> well, he faked his own death and then showed up at the funeral in a helicopter. <laughs> I would have faked it a little bit longer. <laughs> like, oh, this is pretty fucking sweet. Nobody's gone now. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, the funeral is usually a pretty quick turnaround from when someone dies it, within a week. Yeah, five days, four or five days. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if I was off the grid, I'd be like, let's. I mean, they're going to be scarred either way when I come back. What a fucking asshole. What an, I don't know how old these kids were. We had kids. Obviously, he's married, whatever. 
How do you fake your death these these days? I don't know how he did it. He had to have someone in on it with him, right? Oh, right. Yeah, somebody had to be pulling the strings while he was wherever he was in some hotel on a vacation. It's like what. a nineties comedy. Yeah. Featuring Chevy Chase. <laughs> yeah, it's a bomb for sure. <laughs> Chevy Chase fakes his own death. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd shows up at the funeral crying. Everyone's richer for the experience at the end. Would you ever talk to this guy again? I would never talk to this guy again. If, if I he was your guy, dad? Yeah, maybe especially if he was my dad. But if I like if he was an acquaintance or a relative and I go to this guy's fucking funeral, call him, you know, take the day off and shit. I gotta go tell my boss next day. Oh no, he wasn't really dead. He faked his own death. That's a good question. There's no way there was a wake. Well, you can't view the body, yeah. And the I'm funeral not- home would have to be in on it. Right, yeah. I'm never talking to that guy again. No. Like you thought it was you want to teach me a fucking lesson. Like, how about here here's your lesson? Just come fucking talk to me. Don't do this elaborate <sighs> scheme to get clout on TikTok, you fuck. Yeah, this guy should be arrested. Yeah. And murdered. I think a crime has been committed. Yes, think should, for real. Yeah, he's yeah, like, oh well. People will be really crying now. I mean, <laughs> Sharon. How are you Sharon? What a piece of shit. Man, imagine like the next time he dies for real, and now your kids uh, have their hope up, be like, ah, oh, he does this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Poking him with a stick. Oh, this yeah. is a good dummy. He got a good dummy. Yeah. Oh, he even shit himself pretty good. Start shaking him like the end of Titanic, Rose and Jack. Like, wake up. Wake up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was this guy's name? Where did this happen? I don't. I didn't write that down. I think it was overseas, though, someplace. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, you couldn't do that. It'd be too hard in America. Yeah, well, they start collecting the death taxes immediately. So, yeah. All I'm seeing is is a picture right now of like people hugging. You wouldn't hug this guy though. If like he was a immediate family member who faked his death and came out of a helicopter, you're not like. If he came out laughing. As I was like feeling bad, I'm gonna deck him. <laughs> He's like, I got you guys. We crack his fucking jaw, man. Kidding me? Are you fucking stupid? Belgian, a Belgian TikToker. Belgian. It better have been open bar. I tell you that much. The open bar better not have been a prank. Like there better have been open bar after that fake funeral. Yeah. I, I mean, that would at least be interesting if you came back in the middle of the open bar and people were cocked. That is that actually that sounds so much better. That sounds so much better. Yeah. Which is bartending. It's bartending, pretending not to know anybody. Oh, see, all right. It was this guy, his wife and children were in on it. Okay, that's uh how now this is normal. No, it's not. Then the family sucks too. Decided to prank friends and family members to find out what they really thought. They should okay. put the as you put these this, these people on an island, so not a nice island, like an island that's up north, someplace cold, with like predator 
predators on it, some fierce animals on it, and just leave them there. Put them in a hut. Say, here you go, guys. You can't live in society. You can't live amongst people. You don't belong here anymore. And I guess, like, this was to see who, to see how his wider family would react and said he felt underappreciated by them. First of all, that's the dumbest shit ever because plenty of, like, fringe family family members show up to funerals not because they care about you, but just because they feel obligated. Yeah. Just because, like, you get out of your fucking helicopter and you see, like, cousin, you know, third cousin Joey that you haven't seen in years, he's there just because, like, he's going through the motions. <laughs> it's not because, like, he realized that he loved you and he's there. It's like he got called in. You know what I mean? He got, he got a call from his parents, like, you got to go 10 a.m. Saturday. He basically got dragged there. Can you imagine like somebody, somebody elder, third cousin Joey's there with his like older father, and this fucking guy, they you know he thinks is dead, walks off an airplane, and the father has a heart attack right there, like <laughs> he's alive. <laughs> Fuck you, guy. Jesus, like how fucking full of yourself do you have to be to pull a stunt like this? How like, yeah, this is why people don't appreciate you because you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> This is why you had to pull this prank. Yeah. No one likes you. <laughs> why well, can't? Why does anybody like me? I got an idea. <laughs> we all idea. grew apart. I felt underappreciated. Underappreciated? Why, why should they do something worth appreciating? What I see in my family often hurts me. I never get invited to anything. Nobody sees me. <laughs> you're, not, you're not getting invited anymore, dipshit. Think they're gonna have you over now? They don't know what you're capable of. Yeah, can you? Can you? Who's the, the next time somebody has a party? Graduations coming up, whatever. Summer weddings. Like, should we invite that guy? Like, no. Like, man, there's no way. He's fucking that weird. Guy. That guy's weird. Yeah. He faked his he, own death. He's gonna do something fucking strange. He's gonna ruin my fucking wedding. He's gonna do something weird. He's gonna put on TikTok. He's gonna get you know two hundred fifty thousand likes and think he's a big shot. He's going to make it all about him like he yeah. did his fake funeral. Remember that? <laughs> Unbelievable. That's like your identity now. That's who you are. That's who you are forever. Amongst the people that you were trying to teach a lesson to. <laughs> I just fucking have a party. I bring them all over and it's like, say, yeah. make a speech. Be like, look, we don't do this enough. Like, I miss all you guys. Love you guys. You know, just I hate how we've grown apart over the years. Like, you know, I'm here. Like, uh, let's, you know, I'm 45 years old. And I, I see the finish line. I'm not quite in the, not quite in the, I'm in the beginning of the back nine here. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, 10th, 11th hole. Instead, he taught them a valuable lesson, which is this is why we don't invite this guy. Yeah. Like, this is why. A reminder. Like, imagine if you were, like, one of these fringe family members who were, like, not on the outs with him, but, like, not close anymore. He'd be like, yeah. As soon as he got off the, el- off the helicopter, I'd be like, this guy sucks. This is why. I, if I didn't hit him, I'd key his car on the way out. <laughs> like, all right. Yeah. How's it? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how that has not come out. How come the story of his faking his death has come out, but not the story of how pissed his family is? Or a Belgian's, like, pushovers like that. I think yeah, like the Belgians are pushovers, maybe. If you do that shit in New Jersey, you're fuck. You're not leaving that fake. Like, no, I came to a fucking funeral. There's gonna be a body here. 
<laughs> nah, New Jersey, Staten Island, there'd be, yeah. Yeah. Heels would be coming off. No, nah, no, nah, we're having a fucking funeral. <laughs> I had to take, I had to take a, a, a grievance, a grief, what do you call it? A morning, morning day, whatever they call it. I don't know, is it grieving, grieving day or morning day, whatever. It's not a, it's not, a, it's not a sick day. It's not a vacation day, but you get, you know, whatever you need for it. Yeah. I don't like the term un, un, unappreciated by Israel. Unappreciated. Hey, you're 45 years old, man. But what are you doing? Like, you like put an addition on your family members' houses and, and didn't get invited? Did you put it in like a swimming pool? Like, what did you? <laughs> if you just exist, there's nothing to really appreciate. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you get them Christmas gifts and nobody gave you a Christmas gift back? Yeah, right. What? Where is the? They're not the reciprocation. Like, or they're just doing something for them that they're not doing for you. Or they just not call you on your birthday this year. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be it. Jesus. I wish there was examples in this article. <laughs> yeah. I want to sit everybody that I don't want to ever talk to this guy, but I do want to sit everybody involved down and have him be the last person that does, does, does not let him talk. Just let everybody else talk and not let him plead his case. Yeah. He doesn't deserve, he, he, he did his grand gesture. There's not, yeah, this is like a, I don't know. It's like a sitcom stunt. It's like something Screech would do, Saved by the Bell. Yeah, this is a Screech Urkel thing. Yeah. It's <laughs> definitely a Screech <laughs> Urkel thing. <laughs> uh, well, I do want to comment. You know, we only have eight minutes left here, and we didn't get to the Yanks, but I do want to mention John Sterling uh, taking a ball off the face. The past week, mm. finishing the at bat, finishing the game, uh, that is that felt like his Don Zimmer moment. <laughs> Zimmer Zimmer got hit got hit in the head with a foul ball. Yeah, that's why the screens are up. Now. That's why the screens are up. He came back the next game. He had a helmet on his head, like an army helmet on his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, John came back. He just had bandages on his face. No, no helmet. But like this, this is such an old guy thing to happen. End of his career, counting down the I don't know games, seasons left. I'm not sure. Eighty four years old. Yep, counting down to retirement, basically counting down to the end. And uh, yeah, it takes 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 a bean off the face. I know he gave a triple ow too. Were those like those owls? Is that how he says ow? Yeah. If we talk about this, how we talk to him on the phone, and he just he sounds like he's he sounds like he's doing a John Sterling impression. Yeah, but he's talk, he's just having a conversation with us, his normal voice. And again, well, I don't know if it's just years of practice and honing that skill to be able to talk live on air all the time, and that's just how his voice comes out naturally now because he does it. He's in every day for you know ever now. He's on. He's just always on. But do you think, like, if he stubs his toe, he sounds like that? Like, just in his house? I think he's just robotic, man. Like, imagine, imagine. I don't think it's robotic. I think it's misnomer right there. I don't think it's robotic. I think it's just his voice. I don't think he's, like, plugged in to do that. I think he's just how he talks. But, But imagine 
you're on the air, okay? Yeah. And you're calling a game. And you just out of nowhere, ball come, you take it off the dome, right? <laughs> There's no way you're going triple out. You're going, you're dropping a, a curse word, even though you know you're on the air. You're holding back. You're dropping a-, a fuck, a shit. You're something. At least starting to say the curse word and catching yourself. You're doing a right. sugar, mother, yeah. fudge. You're, dry, you're yeah. at least you're at least uh, you're at least letting out like a ah ah. <laughs> you let like out like a three fully <laughs> full. He let out three like perfectly pronunciated ah. <laughs> like bat Batman. What a pro! What a fucking pro! <laughs> It's incredible. Like Batman. <laughs> it, it, that's what made it funny. Like I was when you sent it to me and I was I was kinda of, I was under the influence a little bit at a concert, pre-gaming concert, and or post-gaming concert. And uh just listening to it, I was dying laughing because Again, it just sounds like somebody doing <laughs> yeah. a John Sterling impression of him getting hit by a baseball. Yeah, but it was actually him, and you know, thankfully he was okay, so we could actually you know have a laugh about it and not feel guilty about it. But uh, yeah, like, no in Susan the, in the booth to ruin it, which was nice. Yes, but I, I mean, legitimately, I was both laughing and scared, even though it was well past you know happening. It was whatever happened had happened at that point. But I was like, oh my god, is he is he okay? And, but then he got back and then he right back out there. And here's a three, two again, mm-hmm. right back into it. Like, Can't okay, break well, stride at all. He, he's all right. Yeah. Pitch clock didn't bother him at all. Nope. No pitch clock violation from John. Nope. Right back on the horse. But yeah. Ow. 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 Triple ow. <laughs> that ball really hit. Me. I've memorized it now. I've listened to it so many times. Yeah. It's great. Unbelievable. And, and it's like shit like that, which, I mean, happens. I've never seen that happen or heard of it happening. 40 years of, I'm sure it has happened, but I can't recall it ever happening to a big name announcer. And it's just like shit like that. Like, you, you don't get that when the other guy is in the booth. You don't, like, you're not going to get that with uh, Ricky Ricardo. No, probably not. If I had to guess. Yeah. Probably not um, good. So as much as he drives you nuts uh, from time to time, you know, you understand why you do have a special place in your heart for, for Sterling. Yeah. But, I mean, the guy, it's not a surprise that he didn't see that ball coming. I mean, he's he's been flubbing fly balls to the outfield for 15 years. So right. it's, not like, it's not like, how did he not see it coming? Well, I mean, he calls fly balls to the track dingers three times a week. So, Yeah. I'm surprised no one on the internet has made like a, like a, you know, a cut of him being like, that ball is high, that ball is far. Ow! Ow! <laughs> like botching the home run call. It's really a foul ball back at right at him. <laughs> Unbelievable. Someone's got to get on it. Unbelievable. Wow. Glad he's okay. In other, yeah, new, in other news, I can't believe neither of us, two and a half minutes, I can't believe neither of us was uh, or is being pursued to, to replace Craig Cartoon there in the afternoons. On a Sunday poor, can I get some respect on these parts? 
Well, you never I haven't named the replacement yet. I thought I heard that Evan knew who it was, but he couldn't mention it, or he had an idea who it was going to be, but hasn't couldn't say it because it wasn't official yet. I thought I'd heard that. Keith McPherson? I don't know. The early favorite, the Vegas odds have uh, Jerry Ferrara as the early favorite. Why? He's done a little bit of work on the fan, or? He's done, he did like a show with Evan when Carton was on vacation, and people liked it, I guess. Uh, he still is, he still is a working actor though, so I don't know. Like it's not like he's like he can't he get to take work. a significant pay cut. Yeah, to go work at the fan. Yeah, so significant. I mean, Carton left for more money. I'm assuming Jerry Ferrara is making more money. Yeah, but they'll they'll Boomer. give a star. They'll, give, they'll star fuck a little bit there. Like I'm sure Boomer makes a ton of money. Like comparatively to what the Carton. yeah, but he can't do movies though, Boomer. No. No, it's true. He's not taking a pick. That's why he also, that's why he works ten jobs too. Yeah. Definitely part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't know if it's gonna be him. And the other guy, I think the other hospital replacement was Tiki. That was like the number two favorite to take it. Tiki and Evan, that wouldn't work. No. Would not work. No, I don't think so. Evan is not. I mean, I don't really like Tiki and Tierney, but Tierney's obviously a little bigger of a personality than Evan, and Tiki's too. Like, he's just soft spoken. People tend to like those guys, but you want to? We're, we're past a minute. Do you want to come back and finish up? Do you have anything else you want to get off your chest before we go? Um, no, I, I came in with no list. So, all right, we did okay. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks everybody for uh, spending time. Appreciate it as always. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Yeah. We'll uh, catch up with you guys next week. Until then, peace.